0: Hey everyone, this is Darren, also known as Bombadil, and this is No Guts, No Galaxy, number 162. Today, Phil and I sit down with John Titley, level designer for Piranha Games, and chat about the new upcoming MechWarrior online map, Rubalite Oasis. So for some insight into the creation of an MWO map, and a brief mention of the new city map, stay tuned. No Guts, No Galaxy is sponsored by Nick's Jerky, small batch artisan Jerky. Barbecue bourbon, brown sugar, chipotle, lime, cracked pepper, and garlic. Those are just a few of the varieties available at nicksjerky.com. Enter the code NGNG at checkout and receive 5% off your order today. That's nicksjerky, N-I-K-S, jerky.com. And now, lights are green across the board, launching NGNG number 162.
1: And now for something completely different. Four,
2: three, two, one.
3: Hi.
1: Welcome to the future. remember, no guts. No Galaxy. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 162. We are your host, Phil and Darren. Today's Wednesday, November 8th, 2017. And I just want to say, welcome, Darren. It's been a while. How you doing? It has been a while. And we
0: just, uh, s- speaking of a while, we celebrated our six year anniversary, NGNG. That just happened, uh, you know, a, a week ago about. Um, so yeah, I guess the last time we did a podcast together was pre-six year anniversary. So now we are post six year anniversary. Do you feel older?
1: Uh, you know, a little bit wiser. I don't know, about older, but uh yeah. <laughs> well yeah. you're getting older. There's no stopping it, Phil. You're they, gonna know, be old like me someday. You know. One day. One day. Yeah. Not so yet. we
0: did we did six years, man. We we I feel like we just celebrated li- literally the the five year anniversary. Uh these years speed by. They just uh I don't know, man. The, the older you get, the faster time flies. But, um, yeah, six years of doing NGNG. And that's actually six years of doing the podcast. We've talked about this before. Uh, we launched the podcast on October 31st, Halloween night, in, I believe, 2011. Um, but we were doing some NGNG stuff before that. So NGNG's been around longer than six years. But we that's the official podcast anniversary. Anyway, we had a great stream. Had a lot of fun with you guys. Um we did uh, We did actually almost 13 hours uh, stream. It was a 12-hour stream, but I had a hard time stopping at the end. Um, I heard
1: you were giving away things like Oprah. That's what I
0: heard. <laughs> we, it was a celebration, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, but that was a good day, right? I mean, we had some – Yeah, it, it was, was a good. fun stream. It was good. So I would like to see more of those celebration or um, stream-a-thons or whatever in the future. Um it it was a really fun day hanging out with the community but anyway thank you everybody out there for celebrating with us and sticking with us uh for 6 years as there are people out there that have been around that long i don't know why you know they listen to us for as long as they have but we also welcome the new people to the community a lot of new people as well um and uh yes yeah, it's just been awesome been an awesome 6 years and i hope that 6 years from now we're uh we're we're talking about our twelve year anniversary.
1: Well, we have plenty to talk about, don't we? I mean, we've got uh MechWare Online, we have uh Battletech the Game, we have MechWare Five Mercenaries. I mean so More than
0: think, we've ever had to right? talk
1: about, right? Like, uh, so I don't think that's gonna be an issue. And then um also too on on that anniversary week, I should say, um we wrapped up our VIP fund fundraising. Uh that for MechCon, Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, uh, so we had a goal of $5,000. Um, and for those that don't know, this is this was the brainchild of, of Darren. He's the one who was like, hey, I think this would be really cool if we did it. Um, and uh, we raised $5,000 as a community. And then uh, PGI is matching that $5,000. So we raised $10,000 to help mech bros get up to MechCon and support them. And just want to say thank you so much to everyone uh, from, from it, it, all, it all counted towards the goal as a collective whole. And um, just want to say thank you. I mean, it was, it's always amazing to see the support and sometimes financial support for something like this. Um, and uh, you guys came through and not just came through, but ahead of, uh, you know, our, our goal. So as far as uh, timing. So thank you guys out there.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, people are going to get here tired of me saying this all the time, but I've said it before. I will say it now and I'll say it again someday. Uh, the Battletech warrior community is the best community out there. And, and whether you're raising funds for, you know, a sick kid or, um, or other amazing causes that happen within our community all the time, we have, you know, a lot of amazing streamers that, um, are fundraising all the time, like Gimpy and and RJBass and, um and others there's there's a lot of people that work really hard at at doing mwo streams and raising funds for charities or like in this situation this was the metcon vip fund so what this was doing was and and while you said i thought of you know came up with this idea to do this the reality of it was i didn't want to say no to people who wanted to go to metcon you know we we deal with all these content creators and we know because we're content creators ourselves how much work it is and You know, Some of these people have been doing it for years, since the beginning. Some of them are new, but are working really hard at it as well. And I honestly just didn't want to say no. I wanted to have all these people come to Metcon. In fact, there was more I wanted to get to Metcon, and hopefully we'll do that next year
1: uh, with and the third annual Metcon. For, but... for those that don't know, and I believe this is still updated, the list, right, is uh, we've got George Ledoux. Duncan Fisher will be there again. He was there last year. Well, let, uh, let me
0: – I have the most updated list. So you want oh, to do run you? Through it real quick, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we have uh george duncan due, of course uh molten metal also known as baradul uh Loken plays and and th- that's first of all let me pause right there baradul and lokan plays they're both coming from uh you know europe and so that was a huge expense and they, you know in the beginning they were a big part of the reason why I wanted to do this fundraiser because I knew it was going to be difficult for them to raise the funds themselves, and I wanted to get people, um, you know, from from outside of basically North America, and was really hoping both of them would be able to come. They're great contributors to MechWarrior Online, great community members. Um, moving on, we got Haven Kendrick. Uh, RJ Base.
1: Oh yeah, I mean Haven's Sorry.
0: awesome, and and I I'm sure he's going to be coming in full regalia with his uh with his helmet and all that stuff. Um, RJ Bass mentioned him previously. Star Wolf, BB Wolf, Bear Claw, um, Kai Allard, Bearclaw, Claw, Liao himself. He will be there, and I heard rumors that there might be something with him involved with the Solaris one v one. I don't know, but uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, maybe potentially a, a, a live. Uh, you know, uh, performance by Bearclaw, Claw, uh, the master Mech Warrior, <clears throat> also there, um, returning from last year, Father Bill. Uh, there were some people that were quite uh, entertained by seeing a priest front row and front row and center at the previous MechCon last year. Um, and we love our Father Bill, so it's going to be great to see him again. Banlish will be there. Banlish is uh, <clears throat> he's a big streamer, uh, and and he plays a lot of games. But he's also a hardcore, hardcore BattleTech and Mech Warrior fan like ourselves. I mean, you know, going way back as far as tabletop and everything. So he's super excited about being there. Looking forward to meeting Bandlish. Um, of course, Nutty Rat and Kaniyoshi. Um, and so that—that's pretty much the list right there. Uh, way more than we had last year. Last year we had a few VIPs, and and you know we wanted to have more this year and make it bigger and better. And like uh, Russ just said on twitter i think uh yesterday or within the last couple days there's already more attendees at this year's metcon than there were at last year's which is awesome i want to see it keep growing it's, and... it's a great time i mean oh, it's so you know, good man
1: you know last year to have it was everybody in you know under the house i mean you had uh you know Prana games you had Brain schemes you had catalyst game labs uh there and obviously they're all going to be there again this year and now, this year too, and obviously, we're all excited. We get to see an updated Battletech the game, uh, we get to see more MechWarrior 5 mercenary stuff, and of course, uh, you know, some some sneak peeks for what's coming up with uh, MechWarrior Online as well. So, you know, um, yeah, it's it's a great time. Not to mention, you finally can put a voice and you know, a face, you know, oh, yeah, and, and um, which is, I'll, I'll be honest, it's difficult. Being, being a streamer, you you know, because everyone knows who you are, and then you've got to, like, recognize everybody's face and to voice, and there's well, hundreds and, of them, and right?
0: And everybody has multiple names, too, so, yeah. y- you know, they have their Twitch name, they have their in-game yeah. name, they have their real name, whatever, um, but it, yeah, it. I mean, like, last year, we met a lot of people, and you're like, oh, it's you, you know, yeah. and, and you see them all the time, in uh, Twitch chat or whatever, and, yeah.
1: and you have just no idea. I mean, yeah, we had people drive. I think it was like eighteen hours. Oh, I remember. I, no, somebody yeah. drove twenty four hours. Yep. So it's yep. it's
0: it's crazy how far people go. But just think about it. You know, if you're a BattleTech and MechWarrior fan, what better? You know, can you imagine than just being in a well, huge hall with hundreds of BattleTech and MechWarrior fans? We've never
1: had that i mean no. in in your time you you got into this before I did, and no, this is I mean you could always go to Gen con
0: or different cons or whatever, and you could find contingents of battletech fans, but there's nothing there's yep. nothing out there like mechcon if you're a Battletech and mech warrior fan and 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 like I said from stage last year, you know we need to appreciate this while we have it because as much as I want to say this is going to go on forever, and I would love if this would go on forever, it's likely not going to you know I'm not saying that. It's, it's dying out or going to die next year or anything like that. But this is a moment in history. Just and- enjoy it. Absolutely, man! This is a time to enjoy this. We have we have such a great opportunity to uh to not only meet all the fans and the people in the community and the content creators, but Catalyst Game Labs is there, Hairbrain Schemes is there, PGI, all the developers, you know. And you're, you're going to have uh the, the BattleTech game to play there. You're going to have the sneak peek of MechWarrior Five Mercenaries. I mean, oh my goodness! It's it's, it's going to be uh, uh just heaven on earth for BattleTech and MechWarrior fans. Great time. As I always say, to be a BattleTech and Mech Warrior fan for sure. So yeah, it's it's literally tomorrow, a month away, man. Um, and we will be at another MechCon up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, it's going to be cold again, but <laughs> it's going to be fun. And this is at a new venue. It's a big hotel. Uh, and the, the, the places, the, 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 the hall is actually in the hotel. So it's not like the hotel and the the venue are different. There's no walking, uh, necessary, although Vancouver is an awesome uh, city to walk around, but it's all going to be centrally centrally located. We're all going to be hanging out in the same hotel. Um, I can't, it's just going to be so much fun. Like I literally can't wait. This is like a vacation that I look forward to every year and count down the days as much as I'm excited, nervous, um, yeah, it's just going to be a good time.
1: Yeah. no, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing everybody there. And again, if you're listening, feel free and make sure to say hi, uh grab a picture and yes. you know cuz um unfortunately, one thing that uh, you know, is a, a sort of a, a letdown, me and Darren are going to be working we're going to be running everywhere. So, uh, when you can snatch us Say hi uh we'll do our best uh and i'm gonna be uh, walking around uh a lot more this year with the camera and hopefully doing uh and, you know interviews just with you guys so say who you are where you're from when you got in BattleTech, that sort of thing and uh, yeah no I, i'm i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be a lot of work but um you know and then of course you know we've got the world tourney as well i totally forgot oh, we didn't that. even mention that yeah right? <laughs> totally. it's, it's like the final. yeah yeah um you know the finals uh the finals the
0: of the mech warrior online world
1: championship yeah. so it's i mean God, could there be you more think, stuff? You, th- you think it's going to uh, You know, I don't know. I, it, is Proton and, and crew going to take it home again?
0: Uh, we shall see. It's I going to be exciting. Um,
1: Should we play some bets when we get up there? Is that legal? Is I know, that legal? right? I don't know. I don't it's, know. It,
0: it's Solaris, isn't Yeah, I'll bet some C-bills, but uh, wait? I am trying to get you and I a little time to sit down and take a break and be able to actually uh, meet people and interact with people. So we're working on that. Hopefully we'll have some uh, downtime where we can hang out with you guys more than we did last year. But anyway, Metcon 2017 coming up a month from tomorrow. Uh, if you guys are going to be there, if any of you are going to be there, we're very much looking forward to it. If any of you are on the fence and still have the the funds and the the, the necessary means to get there, then I do uh, suggest, by all means, get a ticket and uh, we'll see you there. It's going to be definitely the best mechcon so far to date. All right, and our guest today is John Titley, level designer for Piranha Games and MechWarrior Online. Welcome to the podcast, John. How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Excellent. Uh, well, thank you for being here. Um, I know, you know schedules are busy and, and you've always got work to do, so taking the time out of your day to uh, chat with us about the new map, we appreciate it very much um speaking of the new map that is the topic this is just going to be a short podcast um we do have uh, some questions we're going to run by you we phil and i have checked out the map ourselves and um correct me if i'm wrong on this the pronunciation is uh rubelite oasis is that correct that is correct yes excellent so let's start off with a little bit of information about you um i know our podcast listeners have not met you yet so um why don't you let us know who you are uh what your title i guess since we already know you're a level designer what your title means and uh and what you do at piranha games if you don't mind
3: all right yeah um i mean as you said my name is john titley i uh i'm a level designer and i i make multiplayer maps for mech warrior online and i work on new game modes and I try to make the game as fun as possible.
0: Excellent. Well, we appreciate that. Um, I'm, I have to say, I'm just sitting here while we're doing this interview. Phil and I are both kind of uh, hovering around the map, uh, Rubelite Oasis, which if you guys don't mind, let's just, can we refer it to RO? I don't know. Is it, I'm is okay it with easy- that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Um so let's get into this new map because that is the, the the focus of this conversation and and first of all, great to meet you and uh again thank you for for being here with us today um as far as rubelite oasis goes or r o um how are you
3: involved like
0: how did this uh this map come into being and what was your role in that process
3: well i mean i s i this whole map is you know, I I was in it from the ground up. Um, we were finishing up the incursion game mode, uh, which launched earlier this year. And in any downtime I had between fixing bugs, I was working on a top-down layout for a new map. I didn't really have a, a theme or or any really idea of what it was going to be, but I was just I just wanted to make a map. Uh, so. I started there and it's gone through many, 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 many iterations (laughs) over the last eight months. Um, You know, lots of testing, lots of uh, lots of time spent on implementing game modes. But uh, I mean, from start to finish, minus the art, I was my hands were in it the whole time.
1: Now, go ahead, Phil. A question for you, John. Uh, you said you were designing from the, the top down. Can you explain sort of what that means and what are you looking for when you're doing that?
3: Right. So top down, I mean, um, it's when you kind of take an aerial bird's eye view of the map and just sort of get your lanes planned out and uh, like a brief, not brief, but a a vague idea of the kind of elevation you want, um, the size and shape of the map, that kind of stuff.
1: Gotcha. Are you locking down like sight lines and stuff like that in in that initial sort of, or are you not even concerned with that at that point?
3: At that point, it's almost too early for sight lines. It's really more just like, where do I want the combat areas to be? Um, How do I want people to approach these combat areas, what kind of flanking routes do I want? Like, really broad stroke stuff.
0: Gotcha, understood. You said it went through iterations. Can you share, like, any... Like, how different is this from where you started? Uh, the the final product from where you started with?
3: Uh, completely unrecognizable. Um, Even to the point of, like, the,
0: the, the type of planet it is? or
3: Yeah, yeah. It, wow. I mean, so when I started, it it was gonna be a lot of like snaking uh narrow paths and that just really wasn't going well so um it ended up uh i was given the theme of uh think like the opposite side of the moon where hpg manifold is so uh just sort of a barren moonscape with maybe some antennas and stuff for for cover but I mean that's what I started with and it started in a giant crater and here's where we are now it's it's just completely different but uh, I'm very happy with where it turned out
0: where did the initial inspiration come from um, was that you said that, uh you know something like HPG manifold or whatever is that all you had to work with did you have anything to work with that, like a directive or was this really just like you jumping in there and you kind of created the inspiration
3: uh, I sort of just jumped in. I, I was uh, originally wanting to do something like a, a moon polar highlands uh, with some uh, uh, grim plexus sort of inspiration. And, you know, it just evolved from there. Uh, the, the, all the man-made objects were a very late addition. Uh, they, you know, it was originally just terrain. Uh, there was not going to be any uh, 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 man-made structures. And, you know, with more and more testing, we just found, like, we wanted some of these man-made textures, and they really worked.
0: Um, I I definitely agree with the the work, at least visually. Obviously, we have yet to see how this map plays out. Um, But, uh, you know, Phil and I were flying around looking at it, and we both... You know, Phil, correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is pretty different. And specifically, uh, the verticality of the map. Um, I feel... Go ahead.
1: Yeah, speaking of which, um, I'm I'm running around right now. And uh, the first thing that sort of intrigued me about this was their verticality. Um, We see this in a few maps um, where we have platforms above HPG, where you've got movement above, but also potentially below um stuff like canyon where again there's a lot of maneuvering but again if you have uh you know uh, mobility and the first thing that pops in my mind when i see this is this is potentially the most in one map and the most verticality you're you're not going to necessarily know where they're coming from right off the bat Uh, that's where i'm seeing is that you potentially can have flanks happening left and right and that's actually really cool i mean is that what your intention was with the verticality? Is establishing that sort of a feel of you don't know where they're coming from, or I guess if you're being the offensive one, of we can be really sneaky and ninja-like.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, the uh, the man-made structures were some of the last additions, and the absolute last addition were those big overhangs near the the central combat area, and those were really I took inspiration from the, uh, the upper platform in Crimson Strait. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen that players love that area with, the, the vertical gameplay. Sure. So I sort of just made two that were angled towards each other and it, it worked out really well. And, you know, we're, we play tested in the office and, uh, people are just loving it. The, uh, the options for jump jet mechs are so many there's like you said flanks from left right but also up down um i'm i'm really excited to see how the community works with this map
0: i see a cool tornado going on right now there's actually a tornado on top of one of these platforms i don't think i've seen that before but anyway is it just me i mean i feel like flying the millennium falcon through this map with all these uh, overhangs in the tunnel <laughs> I feel like uh you got to be making that Millennium Falcon run to blow the planet up but uh this so I feel like this map Rubellite Oasis is very is significantly different from any of the maps we have. I feel like there's hints towards certain maps like maybe uh HPG or um Tourmaline Desert, you know, there's there's little nods towards certain maps, but I feel like it's very different um You know, and specifically because of the verticality, I don't think we've had it to this extent on any of the maps uh, so far. Um, How would you say this map, and and it might just be reiterating what we already said, but how would you say that this map differs from the maps that we currently have? And was that an objective? Did you set out to say, I want to make something that is different from all the maps that we have so far?
3: Uh, I mean, the biggest difference I'd say is like the vertical lanes. so you can not only attack from front left right but also up down so yeah i mean reiterating what we've said earlier is just the the amount of options you have for uh different attack lanes is it's pretty
0: crazy like i I feel like there's gonna be so many ambushes or like surprise you know walk around a corner and surprise uh, atlas or annihilator or whatever
3: yeah i'm i'm really excited to see how uh how lights do in this map with jump jets and you know vipers are gonna have a field day
0: oh yeah i mean the the maneuverable mechs and pilots like phil i think is going to do very well on this he he tends to uh pilot the the you know the mediums or the heavies that are more maneuverable have jump jets etc um i i tend to be the You know, usually I'm without jump jets and I feel like that's going to potentially be dangerous on this map. I don't know. It's going to be interesting for sure.
1: I know there was a little bit of concern when the preview trailer was uh, launched and people were complaining about the fog, but I'm in the map right now and it's actually above the map um, and it doesn't seem to affect visual sight lines at all. Um, And I just wanted to clear that up because I know a lot of people... You know, oh, why, why you put fog in and, and stuff like that. And Darren, we've dealt in the past that brown filter uh, way back when, you know, mm-hmm. on some of the other maps. But this doesn't seem to impact visibility. Uh, it's just more of like uh, it's like a ceiling height. Uh, so um, it seems to help just sort of set the, I guess, the right word would be ambiance. And there's lightning going on. There's uh, there's a, a sort of a twister effect on. And we see that on uh, Terra Therma. Uh, as well, um, can you talk, uh, John, a little bit about, I guess, the 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 environment, the 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 look and feel you're going for with this? Yeah, um,
3: I mean, the look and feel. I mean, that's really Dennis's department. He, uh, like I said, he he worked a miracle with this map. The, I, I mean, he uh, <laughs> he was giving me a little bit of crap for you know coming up with the weird shapes but he he made it uh he made it work so well with the dilapidated sort of hpg looking structures and you know uh the satellite dishes and all of it i mean it it looks really good uh it's sort of like when uh you go to get a tattoo and you you know you go to the artist and you say hey i want something you know, sort of like this, and then he draws something up that uh, just looks so much better than Even anything better, yeah. anything you could have ever imagined. That's basically how I felt when I saw what Dennis had done.
0: That's a cool uh, feeling and process. Of course, we're talking about Dennis de and he is the art director at uh, Prana Games. And yeah, I mean, I've uh, you know, we've been seeing his artwork and his visions for many years. And uh, you know, that's another thing we were talking, to, uh, Phil and I were talking about before you joined us. Um, you know the the community every once in a while there's people that want um, I think there's a a longing for more earth based maps or something sometimes uh, you know people want green rolling hills and flowers and 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 beautiful uh, uh, landscapes or whatever and I think there's a a time and a place for that certainly uh, myself, I like variety, but you know i was I was saying to Phil if we're if you're going out into the universe and you're colonizing you know hundreds of planets or whatever these planets are going to look alien. I mean there's it's not a bunch of uh earth duplicates out there in uh, in the galaxy and and so I like the fact that the landscapes are alien. I don't have a problem with that myself and and it's a personal preference thing or whatever. Um but I and I, and I think we do have some beautiful uh earth-like maps uh out there to to hopefully meet those needs. And of course we will be talking about uh Potentially, at the end of this podcast, maybe another map coming up that will have some that will uh make a lot of people in the community happy but as far as the aesthetics, but as far as this map goes, I agree it's totally beautiful and what I'm most excited about and what I think is you know in the end it's the most important thing when it comes to a map is the is how it's gonna play out, and I feel like this is just gonna be so different from everything that we have so far, and like um uh Phil said, "You know, you can see really far in this. I think that it's maybe a little deceptive. People, you know, are concerned about the fog or whatever. That um it's it's just making you know no long range combat, no sniping or whatever. I mean, you can see all the way across this map. It's just if you go up into the atmosphere where it starts to get a little hard to see. And you know, we're not flying around, so it's not a big deal. But I think um,
1: the key to that comment is mm-hmm. that you're able to maneuver around that. I was just on oh, a, yeah. a, a pillar for long range." And that's sometimes the problem in the other maps is you don't have anywhere to go or if no you cover, go left, yeah. they they can still see you. Um, Grim, you know, we, we generally, we have the same lanes of approach mm-hmm. on a lot of these maps. Uh, Crimson Street, you've got, you know, Saddle, Tunnel or Delta 5 and then that's it, right? So you really only have to cover your bases in like one area and you generally know where they're coming from. On this, I have a feeling it's it's going to mix things up because, because of the verticality. If someone's engaging you, you just drop down, run around. And even if they do glance you, you're able to push up. So I'm, I'm wondering, it's going to be interesting seeing the dynamic between long ranged and close range or even those, you know, medium range brackets um, for maneuvering, but just also just flanking. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty impressed, John. This is uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I thank agree. you.
3: Thank you. Now
0: we're 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 obviously very impressed with the map and uh, excited plan but as far as um you know your your involvement specifically uh what are you most proud of as far as uh rublite oasis goes is it uh just finishing you know something that you started and and you know making something uh from scratch or whatever or is there anything anything specific about rublite oasis that you're proud of
3: uh so I mean, there's two two major things I'm really proud of with rublight Oasis. Uh, the first one would be that this is the my first published map of my of my game design career.
0: Well, congratulations, um, sir! Thank you. you. kicked off with you. your first published
3: map. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm very stoked to you know hand this out to the community and have them enjoy it. And I'm I'm looking forward to feedback. I wanna I want to improve it if. If there are some terrible, terrible problems with it, please let me know and I will do my best. Uh, I want to make this as, as fun as possible. And awesome. the, the second thing that I'm most proud of is the, uh, I don't know if you saw it, I'm sure you did, but the, uh, the tease of this map that we put out on Instagram where I successfully Rickrolled the community.
0: What was the, uh, I saw the teaser. What was the, uh, Oh, did I miss? No, did... I, I missed Instagram. I didn't see the Instagram post. Uh, we had the
3: Instagram tease where. Uh, For shame. Tim,
1: was Tina... it Paul taking you a picture or who was that? Just took a picture and you're working on it? Was that you?
3: That was me, yeah. So Tina had taken a picture of me with the map open on one monitor and uh, Rick Astley open on the oh,
0: other. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Very good. Uh, Rick Astley around forever. Now, um... He'll never give you up. He'll never give you up. That's right.
1: I feel like the the look and feel of this, um, as well, just to point out, is very much like... It's like a old Star League or mining colony, like, massive structure, and it's just gone Dilapidated. To shit. Yeah, yeah, just like, <laughs> something bad happened, no one works here anymore, and, uh... But we're here
0: to reclaim it that's what uh you know. obviously there's some kind of resource here but
1: again i just can't stop pointing out guys i'm running around and i'm up high and then there's this path of like crystals sort of like termeline actually that's they look yeah. like termline crystals um this could actually be termline on a just different part of the planet a bad day <laughs> right um and but yet there's there's just paths everywhere and i'm gonna go on a limb and say i think this is going to be from a gameplay perspective probably one of the best uh for uh the game I, i'm gonna go out on a limb and, and call it uh so whether or not i heard I'm it right here first wrong. well that, yeah, oh, that, i'm that gonna hold goes, you up to that
0: <laughs> and that goes into the next question which is you know w- with all the maps that are currently in the game and some have been around for a long time um but over time maps tend to have a few ways that the community ends up behaving on the map you know certain uh paths that they take you know and o- obviously there's always exceptions and you have those crazy matches where everybody's just like, "What I've never seen this happen on this map the you know the way people deploy or or um you know uh whatever um, do you have any predictions as far as how the community may uh handle this map, how it might play out
3: I mean the community is so tough to predict right? um, i I'm expecting uh brawling happening under the overhangs and in the center with you know high level support from uh long range short range um i i don't know uh i'm just excited to see how the community uses the high ground and the flanking routes uh i i think that's that's all i can say is i i have no idea how they're going to use it and i'm excited to see how they do I think you
0: know. There's been so many predictions over the years with MWO, whether it's a gonna be the mech best com- map. It's totally yeah. it's happening. Or a new Mac, and they and people are calling it dead on arrival or whatever. There's always predictions, but I feel like nothing stands up, you know, or or c- can change as easily as just giving it to the community. And 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 I feel like predictions are very difficult because uh, there's no better test environment than just putting it live and 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 seeing what the community can do with it. Um, is there anything in particular that you're excited about this map to see what the community, like, you know, is there maybe a part of the map where you're, you, you have a vision of certain things happening, but you don't know if it's going to happen that way. Is there anything in particular about this map that you're looking forward to see how the community handles it?
3: I, I'm excited to see how sneaky, uh, jump jet mechs can be and, uh, and how flanky they can get with. Because I mean, there's some there's some things in there that uh, it takes some very precision jump jetting. Oh yeah, to
0: pull off. I, I already know I'm going to fail those. Now those are the kind of things that Phil will do well because he's good with the jump jets and well, in talking about verticality, moves. we were yeah. talking
1: about um, you know, let's just say Forest Colony. Like there are parts of that map that you just can't physically go to, right? Some of those mountains. Whereas on this that's not going to be the case. I mean, you've got high to lows to where if you can jump jet all the way up that wall, I mean, you could you just totally disappear or flank. Um and that's that's again what I'm trying to instill is how much verticality there is and how much maneuverability is going to play in the fact. Um so, you know, I'm running around in a Spider 5K and now, we saw the teaser videos,
0: Phil, and I don't think we quite understood how vertical the map was, right? No. Now, of course, with this podcast, when it goes live, I am going to have some uh, in-map footage so people will be able to see what we're talking about. Um, but, yeah, I, I was very pleasantly surprised as far as, you know, how different this map is and and how – I mean, I feel like you're going to be <laughs> – there's going to be so many of those moments where you're down below or you're up above and there's – you know, and there's just going to be huge surprises and and, again – if you're in a maneuverable mech you can get out of that situation real quick from going uh, you know from the top yeah. down below or b- blow up top and bam you're gone
3: oh. and, yeah and, you know. sorry uh i'm just yeah i'm excited to see if people are going to be sacrificing their legs to if they're not if they don't have jump jets and they're stuck in an, in a bad situation up high oh man if, if uh if legs are going to be like okay i'd rather sacrifice yeah. my legs than my torso <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's going to be crazy and I and I do feel like for those of us that are less maneuverable and you know I'll be in my warhammer or whatever without my jump jets, I could see some nightmare situations happening and it's going to be very important to communicate as with your team and and stay with your team and um you know it's going to it's going to be a fun I'm I'm literally very excited to see how this map plays out, and not that I'm not always with a new map I am I love new maps and and I do get excited to see how they're gonna play out, but I feel like this has so much potential uh for being different and and playing a little different than anything we have in m w o so far I'm just very much looking forward to it so John, congratulations on number one your first published map and uh and number two i I feel like potentially one of the strongest uh maps in the game, and that's saying a lot there's some there's some favorites out there. Uh, that are really fun to play um but i feel like this is definitely a contender
3: well oh, thank you thank you very much
0: yeah now um this next part
3: <laughs> oh, i know where this is going
0: you know where this is going so there's another map that are al- you know russ has already talked about it he's been on uh, uh, a production update he mentioned it and uh he obviously is on twitter very often and he mentioned that the the next map the city map i don't know if there's a more official name um but uh that it's looking what did he say it looks amazing i think was his uh his term is that something you're involved in at all the the, the map after rubelite it is yes is there a, is there a name that can go with it or are we still just calling it city map
3: vancouver oh <laughs> <laughs> right. um I'll tell you two names that it's not going to have uh Detroit or Chicago. Okay, there you go. So
2: w-
0: are you excited about this map as well? Is this is this going to be the the city map everybody's been waiting for? Is there anything you can tell us basically about uh, t- a little hint or a teaser about this city map that's coming up uh early next year? Uh without getting in trouble are you looking around you right now to see who's listening paul turn
1: the other way paul totally (laughs) said you're able to talk i that may not be true or not but you know yeah
3: um well i mean i'm excited for it um it's uh it's gone through some testing already and uh it's fun it is proving to be quite a technical challenge Yeah, that was Uh, always kind of the concern right yeah just because of the engine and Mm -hmm. the the size of certain things um there will be vertical gameplay i can tell you that uh so if if you haven't learned yet i am a fan of vertical gameplay i like Uh, that john (laughs) uh and i think the most specific i can get is that there's going to be a huge variation in the sizes of buildings. Oh wow. Oh uh, no, well, i
1: do i do have a question and this is off topic so feel free to just, you know, move along phil. Um will we see john's hands on any of the previous maps? Is there any maps that is there anything calling out to you that you'd like to touch up, or is that a, a, something that you could be involved in, or are in the process, or maybe of, or is it all on board the, the new urban map? And you, you know, you don't have time.
3: Uh, I mean, you've already seen some of my work uh, get out there. Uh, the, HPG. Yes, is that you? The I was the uh, the creative head behind the HPG uh, lanes, the extra lanes
1: okay all right now Excellent work thank yes. you. <laughs> yes it was it was so funny when that happened i literally like the day or two, you know two before that came out um i was on hpg and i was like you know it'd be really nice and i think i was like in an assault mech and it spawned in the middle and you had to go all the way around i was like it'd be really great and then no shit uh here it is and i was like oh that's that's, that's a good idea just saying yeah you know, we uh, we play these
0: maps every single day. Phil and I uh, have played a lot of Mech Warrior over the last six years. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, all this stuff means a lot to us. Whether it's a new map and, and a, a great map, I think Rublight Oasis is going to be, as well as the city map. Um, but also the, the touch-ups to previous maps are very appreciated. And, uh, yeah, thank you for your work on HPG Manifold and everything that you're doing, John. It was great to have you here today and uh, get to meet you and introduce yourself And um, yeah, the community I'm sure thanks you and is looking forward to seeing more of your work in the near future.
3: Oh, thank you again for having me. It was a pleasure. Uh, I'm really excited to see how the community uh, likes the map.
1: Excellent man. Like I said, going out on limb, I'm calling it. This is going to be probably one of the favorites of the community. So we'll see. I think so too. Yeah, it's going to be. You're
0: making me blush. (laughs) It's going to be exciting. But anyway, you know, we'll, we'll have you back before the city map. And at that point, we can talk about the city map and we can also uh, kind of come back and talk about how this map did play out within the community and, and get your feedback on that. So hopefully we will have you back, John, and, uh, you know, have a great day and have a great week. Thank you again. All right. Take care.
1: This podcast is supported by you, the viewer. Please consider supporting us in a variety of ways. You can subscribe to our Twitch channel, you can become a patron, and of course you can shop on Amazon using our affiliate link.
0: Yes, indeed. In our Twitch channel, that is twitch.tv forward slash ngngtv, and the rest of the links will be below in our show notes. Um, and uh, we're also sponsored by Nick's Jerky. Have you gotten any uh, jerky recently?
1: I I ate all mine. I tend to do that as soon as I get it, and then I'm sad for about a month. Yeah, I, I, I totally, man. It goes so fast. Now, have you ventured out
0: to try any new flavors? Or are you sticking? See, the problem I'm having is that I'm not trying new flavors. I, I don't. Keep,
1: I'm bad. I know. I, like, I get you the same thing. Find one you like. <laughs> yep. And it, I always get crap from like my wife. Like, i we'll go to the same burger place or whatever, and I'll get right. the exact. And she's like, "Why don't it's you safe, try something right? else?" I'm like, "Well, not you know just know safe. you're gonna like it." It's delicious i don't want anything i was like that's i've been thinking you mentioned it this afternoon we're at the restaurant i'm (laughs) gonna get like i'm mentally prepared to have this and then you're throwing it you know no um yeah chipotle lime fantastic i that's it's it's borderline almost too hot for me but it's just enough spice Oh, it's good. Kick in the pants. Yeah. So you like Chipotle lime, and then you had one other one that you tried. crack yeah. pepper and garlic, yeah. That's... Yeah, there you go. I'm so thinking those... about just getting just Chipotle lime, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's 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 that good. And personally, I've really enjoyed the original and the brown sugar, both very good. Um, as I always say, Phil and I know our meats, and we love Nick's Jerky. That's Nick's Jerky, N-I-K-S, com. And uh, if you enter the code N-G-N-G at checkout... You get 5% off your order. It is great jerky. We love it. We eat it constantly. Um, it's just quality meat, quality flavors, whether you like your spicy or a little bit uh, mild, sweet, whatever. There's a flavor for you. I think these has got like a dozen flavors or so. We wouldn't know because we keep trying the same stuff or ha- taking the same stuff every month. But it is so good. And so please support Nick's Jerky. Uh, they're supporting us and um, I guarantee you're going to love the meat. So that's Nick's Jerky, N I K S com. Also, be sure to check out our website at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. As I mentioned before, check us out on Twitch at NGNG TV, YouTube at No Guts, No Galaxy TV, Twitter at No Guts, No Galaxy, Facebook at No Guts, No Galaxy SoundCloud at No Guts, No Galaxy. And for all the latest and greatest in mech porn t shirts, be sure to check out our store at No Guts,
1: This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. Signing off for tonight, this is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, mech warriors.
2: It'd be best if you avoid me. But I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me. You can feel it on my skin. But there is more. Just a little off. The truth is, at one time I was, but now I'm a robot.